the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, everyone. I'm George Roska. And I'm Mark Schneider. And we want to welcome you to today's episode 47 of Say What, where we talk about the threats to our children in the public school system, including very alarming trend to empower minors at the expense of their best interest. That's right, George. You know, we're seeing efforts across the country to give kids the authority to get COVID vaccines without parental permission and in many cases without even notice. And we thought it would be wise to talk about this this morning. You know, there's this old expression, the conviction of youth. Mm. Any idea what that means? Well, I'll give you a clue. I'm thinking. I'm still thinking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how frequently it is when young people in particular, um, they're excited, they're yeah. exploring life, um, they're experiencing particularly, you know, when they, when they get into their teenage years, they're just full of energy and enthusiasm. I mean, this is one of the, the greatest times of life. But also, George, uh, this period of life is all, often characterized by a firm conviction on the part of young people that we have new ideas. We are going to be in leadership. We have the, the, the requisite wisdom and knowledge and, and background already to make key life decisions. Uh, and very often, George, that's not the case at all. I mean, we know from science that, uh, the, the, the front lobe of the brain, the cerebellum is not actually fully developed until you're well into adulthood, until you're about, you know, 25 years old. Um, so the idea of giving what are still ch- children, I mean, these are minors. These are kids under 18 years old. The ability to make these potentially life altering decisions. To accept medical vaccination, which is a, uh, it's a substance that you're putting into your body. Yep. You can undo it once it's done. Um, and as we know, uh, there is solid evidence that these vaccines have repercussions for certain people. Uh, we've heard this time and again. Well, um, according to the Denver Post, this is an article that was published recently in World Net Daily. Public schools in Littleton, Colorado, no longer will offer COVID-19 vaccinations after a video purportedly showed students signing up for jabs without parental consent or being asked for identification. How could that happen, you ask? Unfortunately, this isn't the first time, according to the article, that schools have been accused of vaccinating kids without parental permission. One school in Los Angeles, the article reports, reportedly bribed students as young as 13 with pizza to get vaccinated. Say what? It's astonishing. So, you know, these efforts uh, have been going on for a while uh, in different parts of the country. But here in California... Something particularly alarming now is taking place. Um, there has 
been a law that's proposed uh, by Senator Scott Weiner. It's entitled the Senate Bill 866, and this proposed California bill would allow kids 12 and over to be vaccinated without parental consent. And, and parents, I want you guys to understand one thing, is that this kind of a law is not new. And so Weiner is actually using precedents from something else called the California Medical Confidentiality Act, which already allows minors over the age of 12 in the public school system to leave the public school facilities for any kind of medical intervention without parental knowledge or consent. So he's just simply tacking on to existing law and allowing for vaccination to be included in that. There's a reason that we have the term slippery slope. Yes. Um, it, it's more than slippery. It's more than a slope. It's a cliff that our state is going over. And this is a, a chilling law in, in our minds, George, as you know. Um, this is what he says. I mean, he, he has publicly stated this. Giving young people the autonomy to receive life-saving vaccines regardless of their parents' beliefs or work schedules is essential for their physical and mental health, Wiener said, according to an Associated Press report. Mark, to me, the, the actions and attitudes of these types of people, I consider them predatorial because they are actually preying upon what you mentioned at the beginning, the conviction of youth. They're, they're preying upon people who are not yet mentally fully, um, developmented, you know, to, to the point to where they can make these kind of decisions for themselves. Not only that, but, but this state legislature is assuming, um, that he has sufficient medical knowledge, background, and the wisdom to determine upon, uh, on behalf of all citizens of the state of California. The teenagers should have the right to over overturn their parents' will, yeah. supplant their parents' wisdom, who have their children's best interest at heart. Who more has kids' best interest in heart than their own parents? Scott Weiner and uh, other legislatures that uh, are in support of this bill I think they know better and are willing to make a decision uh, on behalf of all of the citizens of California – to go behind behind parents' backs. Very chilling stuff, George. Yep, I agree. In fact, he says it's unconscionable for teens to be blocked from the vaccine because a parent either refuses or can't take their child to a vaccination site. Somehow, I don't think that's why parents are not having their kids vaccinated because they can't take them to a vaccination site. I think that there's probably something more here. Weiner also noted that state law already allows, as you mentioned, George, 12 to 17 year olds to, quote, access Various forms of health care without parental consent. Examples include the human papillomavirus vaccine and hepatitis B, abortion care, mm-hmm. birth control, mental health care, and domestic violence-related care. Here's that slippery slope. This has been going on for a while, and unfortunately, parents have not been as engaged and involved as they should be. And and actually, if I remember correctly, Mark, this law has actually been in the books in California from the late 80s, and just nobody's paying attention. 
and and when we talk about mental health care being allowed, that's just a euphemism because under that, under that umbrella, you can bring in the whole transgenderism stuff because that's mental health care. Which is happening. They need hormones. They need sex therapy. They need all, you know, even sex change surgeries are going to be qualified under this umbrella term. That's right. So this is just the, the latest effort, but I think a, an extremely dangerous one to take away uh, the, really the role of parents in their children's lives. Yeah. George, you and I are very well aware of this famous case that came out of Palmdale in the Ninth Circuit, Fields mm-hmm. versus Palmdale School District, where, uh, you know, parents were concerned about certain curriculum items that were being taught to their children. And the court said, parents, you lose your rights to control the upbringing of your children at the threshold of the school door. Say what? Parents have to be aware of this. It's a very dangerous thing to drop your children off at a school door today. That wasn't true 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. But times have changed dramatically. Uh, the ideology, the indoctrination, the worldview of what's being promoted now in the public schools, um, in very many respects, is antithetical to the beliefs and interests of, of parents that they have for their children. Yeah, And this is just the latest step in that um in, in that thrust. Um, SB 866 builds on this existing law to expand vaccine access, Wiener added. SB 866 allows 12 to 17-year-olds to consent not only to the COVID vaccine, George, to any vaccine approved or granted emergency youth authorization by the FDA and recommended by the CDC. Oh, my goodness. So now it's not just COVID, but they've slipped in the word any. And this is the cliff you keep on mentioning, Mark. That's right. Um, you know, even from my own family, George, uh, my children are adults now. But um, uh, both my children had medical conditions uh, where getting too many vaccinations at one time or getting certain kinds of vaccinations were putting them at medical peril. Mm -hmm. And we didn't discover that immediately. But because we were conscientious parents, we took the time to investigate these medical contingencies and respond to them uh, responsibly. That's a parent's job uh, to allow a a teenager, a 12-year-old, according to Scott Wiener, to make these kinds of life-altering decisions. Without a parent's knowledge, in my mind, George is criminal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Criminal, predatorial. This is like crimes against humanity 2.0. It really is. Uh, Wiener argued that teenagers should not have to, quote, scheme with parents to get a vaccine. Teens shouldn't have to plot, scheme, or fight with their parents to get a vaccine. They should simply be able to walk in and get vaccinated like anybody else. Well, unfortunately for us in California, it's not just Senator Weiner who's pushing all of this stuff. It's our uh, beloved Governor Newsom. That's right. Uh, Governor Newsom announced on October 1st that uh, California would be the first 
to require eligible students in private and public schools to be vaccinated against COVID-19 to be able to go to school in person. Now, the mandate would go into effect once the vaccines have been approved fully, not merely granted emergency youth authorization. According to KFI News in Los Angeles, the governor is directing the California Department of Public Health to add the COVID vaccine to other vaccinations required for in-person learning. Now, this is very interesting, George. Um, most of the vaccines that we have out today uh, were put together very rapidly. In fact, we have a term for it, warp speed. Mm-hmm. You know, And for those who are particularly at risk, this was a very positive thing for older Americans or if you had co- comorbidities uh, and they made the this, this decisions themselves to, to take this vaccine that was produced based on new medical technology, messenger RNA, uh, it, it could have been a, a prudent decision. But all of a sudden now, George, to require this as a matter of law to participate in public school is a say what moment, if ever there was one. Yeah. And Mark, I was just reading this week that uh, Senator uh, Pam Min or Min Pan uh, from Southern California, he's from the Irvine area, uh, he's actually taking what Governor Newsom is kind of putting in by edict um, and turning that into a, a proposed bill, that way the California legislature can vote on it and it could be enshrined in law, not just by a, an executive order. Right. So th- this is making its way through uh, unless parents uh, really see this as an attack on their parental rights, as an attack uh, against their children and their families and create a big stink and fuss about it up and down the state. They are going to pass this because they have a supermajority in both the, you know, the Assembly and, and the Senate. So uh, parents, if there ever was a time to speak out, it is now. And, you know, medically, this is particularly ironic because what we've seen now is the vaccines are not really true vaccines in, in the strict definition of the term. Because, as you know, George, we're seeing more and more vaccinated people coming down with different instantiations of the virus, like the Omicron uh, version of it. Many, many vaccinated people are coming down with this. So it's not like when you got uh, a vaccination for measles or polio. It was a one-time event, and your body produced antibodies for the rest of your life. This is a different animal, and now people are being required to get booster shots, you know, and how frequently are they going to come? And to make this a legal mandate for all Californians, let alone children, without their parents' knowledge is, to me, at the height of irresponsibility. Well, every one of these crazy edicts has done actually uh, the opposite, and it has produced either a, um, a, you know, a movement to leave the public school system, uh, or to leave the state entirely. Um, but the, the movement to leave the public school system has been something that we've seen across the country, and especially in California, New York, Illinois, these top three states. We are seeing thousands of children being removed from the public school system. And so, parents, uh, this might just be you know, the, the, the straw that will break the camel's back, you know, so to speak, for, for your situation, for your family. Uh, so please uh, 
be prepared. Start looking into what private schools uh, are around you, what what homeschooling co-ops are around you. Um, if you just probably search for a, a church in your area, more than likely there is a church with a homeschool co-op that that you know has parents there who've already been doing this for years or decades, and they can help you get up to speed and just calm you down because. Uh, thousands and thousands of parents have been doing this successfully. Uh, totally agree, George. And the other thing that we would encourage our listeners to do is don't keep the information that you've heard today to yourself. Yeah. You need to spread the word. Uh, you need to tell your friends and neighbors and, uh, and work colleagues about what's going on in our government, um, and how these legislative plans by certain progressive senators are really, uh, harming, uh, our children. Uh, who don't have the the intellectual cognizance, the 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 brain development to be able to make these life altering decisions. And then once you tell other people, you need to get involved politically. You have to vote your conscience and vote responsibly. Otherwise, George, these kinds of laws are going to continue to be passed. Yeah, and do that from your local school board, local city council, all the way up. Right. You, you need to get informed. Um, so, Mark, we're going to take a long commercial break here. And by that, I don't mean a actual commercial break uh, because we're going to be doing this commercial. Uh, and, but this is very important, right? It really is. And we've talked about this before, George, but um, uh, we, we have an opportunity, a potential opportunity coming up if we get another um, – if we get enough signatures yes. to get this issue on the ballot. But as many know, kids in the public schools are under relentless – spiritual and ideological assault. In fact, hardly a day goes by without fresh evidence of kids being indoctrinated into a worldview that's antithetical with the one that America was founded on. In fact, so serious, George, is this assault, we at POK, as you know, urge parents to remove, if they can, their children from the public schools completely, either for a private school or homeschool environment. But the truth is, for most parents, Neither is a viable option. That may be changing, however. Parents now have an opportunity to expand their options through a ballot initiative known as the Educational Freedom Act. You can read about it at CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org. Let me give that out again. CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org. Now, this would provide parents of school-age children with what's called an ESA, or educational savings account. It would be to start with around $14,000 a year. And that, yeah, it's a lot of money. And that can be used at an eligible religious or private school. Parents who choose to homeschool would also be entitled to this educational savings account where accrued funds would be made available for future use at an eligible private school. So, for example, let's say you decide to homeschool, maybe kindergarten through up to middle school. But now you have the funds because you've been saving them up in your educational savings account where you want to put your child in a private religious middle school or high school. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll have the money to do that. Wow. Or, or if you're one of these parents – uh, who wants to homeschool like our family did, K through 12, all of this money will go into an educational savings account that can then be used for a college education. Wow. This is a lot of money, George. I mean, after 13 years, you're, you're looking at about $180,000 if it stayed at $14,000 a yeah. year. Wow. That, I mean, this is mind blowing concept. 
It really is. I mean, it, uh, you know, what's the downside, some people are asking. Well, <clears throat> one, and, and I think this is a legitimate concern, is that government programs tend to come with strings attached. And the homeschool community particularly is concerned about encroaching regulations on their their liberties. California, interestingly enough, uh, for, all, for all our progressive problems, we have some of the most liberal homeschooling laws in the country. And uh, it's understandable that the homeschooling families don't want that to change. Even so, George, we at Protect Our Kids believe that uh, educational savings accounts <clears throat> is an idea whose time has come. And there's three reasons why we've arrived at this conclusion. First, Public education, uh, as we all know, is a, a government monopoly, yep. which is the worst kind there is. Besides indoctrinating our children, the public schools are inefficient, bloated, and dedicated, totally dedicated to maintaining their ironclad influence at the expense of our kids' well-being. Number two, the vast majority of our children are consigned to this monopoly. While homeschooled families and the financially blessed have found a way out, over 90% of our state's children, all 6 million of them, are simply stuck in the public schools. They have no way out. And, George, we cannot, we must not abandon these children. Yep, I agree. And finally, uh, you know, with regards to the fear of government regulation of homeschools, um, as the father of two now grown homeschool children, I really understand and sympathize with this concern. But this fight is coming whether ESAs happen or not. Bullseye. In, in, in fact, it goes far deeper than homeschools and involves our most cherished and fundamental liberties. But the time to have that fight is now. Well, we're enjoying the most conservatively minded courts, appellate courts, mm-hmm. that we have seen in decades, yes. including, George, the Supreme Court, where conservatives have a 6-3 majority. So, you know, for all of these reasons, we urge parents to learn more about the Educational Freedom Act and to get involved. Now, they're going to need uh, a million signatures to get this thing on the ballot. A million verified signatures. Verified signatures, and the truth is they're not even close to that right now. And this has to be done by the end of March. March. So there's not a lot of time left. So if this is something that you're interested in getting involved with, uh, please go to their website, californiaschoolchoice.org. You can download uh, petitions, learn how to become active in getting other people to sign these petitions, and at least... Let's get this thing on the ballot. Uh, after it's on the ballot, we can take more time to learn about it, but we need to get it on the ballot to have any chance at all. Yes, and I, and I think similar to what we've been talking about on other episodes where we talk about people who are uh, parent-pilled, not red-pilled, uh, I think most parents in this state, um, especially minority parents, uh, immigrant parents who are barely making it by imagine you know and usually the minorities and immigrants are the ones that have uh, tend to have more children that's accurate even for my family i'm an immigrant um and th- there is no way my parents could have afforded a private school education for all 12 of us no way um but if they'd have access to fourteen thousand dollars a year we wouldn't have been relegated to the public school that was just right around the corner 
that was very poorly rated. Um, so please, parents everywhere, go uh, to this website uh, for uh, CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org. Sign the petition. Put your signature there. We need at least they're trying to get 1.5 million signatures. Yeah. Um, so this would be a game changer in our fight against this monopoly. We also encourage you to please go to our website, protectourkidsnow.org, and uh, consider becoming a subscriber where you're guaranteed to receive uh, information twice a month on the issues that we talk about here and, uh, and more. So that's our show today, George. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.